Welcome to Oaktown Boys. We have a little bonus episode here. We're doing trade deadline episode. Um, and we saw a little thing. I think it was Sesame's Barbecue that said that they did that one of them went completely dark on the day of the trade deadline and the other one paid attention to what happened and um, then revealed a lot of revealed everything that happened to the other one. So Corey's the one in the dark. Corey has not been on Twitter, has not been looking at baseball stuff all day. He has no idea. He knows up until last night. So every trade through the 31st, he's aware of. But everything that happened today, August 1st, Corey doesn't know about. So he's about to find out. Nailed it. I'm very excited. It was not easy, I will say. Uh, I set, I used the settings on my iPhone to restrict Twitter and Facebook access to like one minute on the whole day. Uh, hasn't really been an issue. But I realized like my emails could give things away if I got an email from like the A's or the Padres. Uh, so I had to yeah. not to look at that. Basically had to avoid all of my news outlets because all of my news outlets are catered to me. So they're pretty much all baseball related things. And uh, I went to the gym. This is this is the hardest one. I went to the gym and ESPN was on. Mm. Um, and I saw flashes of things. So like, I don't know anything for sure, but I have a hunch. Did Verlander go to the Astros? Verlander went to the Astros. I would say that's probably that's the biggest one. That's the biggest okay. thing that happened. Yeah, I, saw I, I was I was going to tell you what I, the main thing I was going to say was a couple things didn't happen. Uh, no big names from the Padres got traded, and Dylan Cease didn't get traded. Dylan Cease is still a White Sox, and that's like honestly pretty surprising to me. Once I once they traded Julito, I was like sure that Cease was going to be going too. So a little bit surprised, but I guess they probably still have some team control on him. Um, so not like the most shocking thing ever, but I was like pretty sure he was going to get traded and he totally didn't. That's pretty surprising. Um, uh, I think the only other question before we get into it, did the A's make any trades today? Don't tell me what they are yet, but did they, did they happen? Um, nothing big, nothing too exciting. Fortunately, um, Brett, um, what's his name? Um, no Brett Rooker getting traded. Um, and really no, no, I'm just double checking, but. Not even anything real small time. Wow. They didn't do okay. anything. We didn't trade Loriano or Blackburn. No. Wow. Um, which oh. I agree. I, I think I'm I happy agree. with that. Um, I, have, I was a little bit surprised, but also if, like, if the deal isn't there, then the deal isn't there. You know. I don't think there was um, anyone on the A's team that had to be traded. You know, We didn't have no. anybody on an expiring contract who's truly amazing at baseball, things like that. Yeah, and I mean, I think uh, we both kind of agreed by the end that Jace Peterson needed to be traded, but that wasn't. That was just because we're tired of watching him play. So um, yeah, and trading Sam. But, yeah, makes so the last he's valuable. Yeah, so the only the only moves he has made were Mole and uh, Peterson. Okay, which I'm not mad at. Yeah, we'll have to do a little yeah. bit of a maybe if we have some time here, which I'm sure we will. Look at who we got back in those trades a little bit. All right. The, well, I'm pretty sure the dude we got for I'm pretty sure the dude we got for Sam Mole is like massive. He's like six seven, and he's a reliever and he throws really hard. That's and I like for. I for some reason I a, a K rate of like thirteen per nine stands out to me as something that might be happening, but Fantastic. you know we'll see. Um, okay, so let's see here. Let's let's start from the first. 
This is not necessarily going to be in chronological order. This is how they have it. The um, what's it called on uh, MLB.com actually, they have them all listed in one big article, and this is how they have them listed in like ascending order of today. So I don't know if these are exactly how they happened in order today, but these all happened today. Um, Royals acquire Tucker Davidson from the Angels for cash. The Angels DFA'd him, and I think the Royals they just you know I don't I don't think cool. that really moves just, the needle that much. Who that is. He was a le- he's a lefty. He had a six five four ERA through eighteen relief appearances for them this year. Then they DFA'd him. Um, he's six one five career ERA off over one hundred and five and a third. So he doesn't seem to. He hasn't quite figured it out yet. I don't All think. Right. Um, Rays acquire Adrian Sampson and Manuel Rodriguez from the Cubs for Josh Robertson. Everybody is a right-handed pitcher in that deal. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Adrian Sampson's about to become a great. He's already having a pretty good year, um, honestly. It's always been mean to the A's. Yeah, 3-1-1 ERA over 21 appearances, 19 starts. Um, 1-6-3 ERA in his his seven starts in July. First year of arbitration under team control for the 2026 season. Um, Rodriguez is a 26 at AAA, 4-4-2 ERA. Nothing, Nothing super crazy. Um, but you know, the Rays are, that's two pitches that the Rays traded for. So they're probably going to buy you really good. Yeah. Maybe stash them in the draft next year. Um, and then what's his name? Josh Robertson is a righty. Uh, he's a 27 year old in triple a still four or five ERA this year over 36 innings. Doesn't seem to be too exciting. Uh, Justin Brule from the Dodgers got traded to the Rockies. The Dodgers DFA'd him. Um, 407 ERA in 20 games. Um, yeah, just for cash. So Rockies get Brule, Dodgers get some money. Okay, slow start. Uh, Mariners acquire right-hander Edward Bazardo from the Orioles for right-handed pitcher Logan Reinhardt. Um, I, Reinhardt seems to bring a little bit of a deal. No, 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 never mind. I guess he's a, he's a high A pitcher, relief guy, two eight four, ten saves in 38 innings. Um. Drafted in 2019, Bizarro 27, headed to the Mariners. He's, you know, he... Sounds like an even swap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nothing too exciting. This one um, is a little bit interesting. Um, Luis Patino from the Rays to the White Sox for cash. Um, he was part of the Blake Snell deal. Um, he's 23... Um, he's hasn't pitched them only 118 innings over the last four seasons, five, two, three ERA. So nothing great yet from him, but the stuff I seem to remember is pretty good. So, you know, maybe we'll see what happens there. He's definitely going to, I think, be able to get a chance to start for the White Sox. Um, Rays acquire Alex Jackson, catcher Alex Jackson from the Brewers for right-handed pitcher Evan McKendry. Jackson, a little bit of MLB experience, 66 games. He's only hit 141. Um, he was hitting 286 over 45 games at AAA this year. Um, and, the, you know, the, I don't think the Braves really need catchers, at least this year. Um, he is 27. And McKendry is a right-hander, 8-3 and three with a 4-0 ERA over 96 innings this year in AAA. Um, so, again, not much. Um, Yankees acquire right-hander Spencer Howard from the Rangers for cash. Um, I think we've seen him pitch a couple times 
for the Rangers. Sounds um, familiar. Hasn't been, hasn't been very good so far. Three and eleven with a seven two zero ERA and thirty eight career appearances, twenty nine starts. Um, he is appearing this year exclusively as a reliever for the first time. Um, so the Yankees definitely need some help. So, um, we'll see how that goes. Kind of a, uh, low risk move for them to maybe improve their bullpen. Um, Angels acquire right-handed picture Dominic Leone from the Mets for infield Jeremiah Jackson. That's not nothing. We know, I, I think we know both of those names, actually. Um... 4-4 ERA, over 30 and two-third for him, 33 strikeouts. Um, Angels are making moves. Angels are adding, definitely. Um, Jackson's the number nine prospect in their system. He doesn't have a, you know, I mean, they don't have the best system, but he's a top 10 prospect. Uh, 2018, second-round pick, 768 OPS in 82 AA games this year. 15 homers, 21 stolen bases. So, you know, um some infield help, some middle infield help for the Mets, um, and Dominic Leone to the Angels. That's definitely the most significant one, I think, so far. Um, I think Dominic Leone is like the biggest, the most impactful name that's been moved in all of these trades. Yeah, yeah, I am certainly underwhelmed so far. Can we, can we step it up a notch? We, I, you're going to start to know some of these names for sure. Um, Phillies acquire infielder Rodolfo Castro. From the Pirates for left-handed pitcher Bailey Falter, mm-hmm. um, Castro was fantasy fantasy useful for like short spurts last year for the Pirates. Um, that hasn't career two twenty six two ninety nine three ninety six triple slash, eh, not amazing. He's only twenty four, um, and the Phillies need some help. You know they got Trey Turner and Bryson Stott, and then I don't think that much behind them. And Bailey Falter also like a pretty well regarded pitcher in their um, in the Phillies system. Um, didn't kind of flopped this year. He went 0 7 with a 5.13 ERA before uh, getting sent back down to AAA. Um, but last year, kind of good last he, year, yeah. Yeah, he went he went six and four with a 3.86 ERA. So um, he's a lefty with gray hair. Yeah, and I think that's a pretty good. You know, the Phillies need some infield depth, and the um, Pirates need young guys that might work out, you know? Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's a good deal. Good deal for both sides. Maybe a really good deal for the Pirates, because he might be, like, pretty good, yeah. you know? I think Rodolfo Castro, I don't I don't necessarily see a super high feeling with him, ceiling with him. He is pretty versatile. I think he plays, like, second, third, short, and left. Um, which for, you know, a team like the Phillies, where they already have a, a lot of money, allocated to a few positions. Um, versatility is important. So, um, alrighty. Red Sox acquire infield infielder Luis Urias from the Brewers for right-hander Bradley Blaylock. Um, we know who Luis Urias is. Interesting. Yeah. Um, he has been, he's been tough this year. He has not, not hit well at all this year. Um, but he had a good, he's had some good seasons and he's, you know, a solid, I think, middle infielder, solid second baseman. And Blaylock, thirty Super second round pick in twenty nine yeah, thirty second round pick in twenty nineteen. Uh posted a combined two one nine ERA and one point oh one whip across eleven starts with single A and high A this year. So low levels of the minors, but that's pretty good. Yeah. Um 
Dodgers acquire left-hander Ryan Yarborough from the Royals. For ah. infielder Devin Mann and shortstop Derling Figueroa. Um, Yarbrough. We know who Ryan Yarbrough is. From that face injury. Yep. Yep. And in four starts in July, he had a 2-1-9 ERA over 24 innings. Um, wow, good for him. 308, 308 ERA as a starter this year. Uh, 4.24 overall, but good as a starter. And man... Um, kind of guy it seems like going to the Dodgers might make him great sounds like yeah. a perfect Dodger yep yeah. a um, Tyler Anderson-esque move yep so, and they got first baseman Devin Mann and shortstop Derlin Figueroa Devin Mann is their number 29 prospect which carries a little bit more weight than other people's 29 prospect because the Dodgers got a lot of dudes um Devin Mann hitting 307 in 89 games at AAA while Figueroa who is only 19 um is hitting 237 with three home runs in 31 games at the Arizona Complex League. But, uh, you know, 19-year-old shortstop, and, you know, the Dodgers seem to draft seem to draft slash sign international players fairly effectively. So if the Dodgers want to give you a 19-year-old who has some upside, sometimes they're Jordan Ventura, you know? So, um, Jordan Alvarez, Jordan Alvarez, sorry. Oh. <laughs> yes. Okay. You're, yeah, you're in you're in Ventura's. I got a picture of the Royals, right? Sorry, brain fart. Looking at a lot of names right now. Um, alrighty. Mets acquire Phil Bickford and Adam Kolarik from the Dodgers for cash. So that's an interesting move by the Mets. Adam Kolarik. He was like a yeah, and Phil Bickford. Um, strange. Yeah, it's an interesting move by the Dodgers that they would. You know, I mean, maybe acquiring Yarborough is going to push someone to the pen. So they thought that they were, I mean, they DFA'd um, Bickford, so they were going to do something with him. But I mean, I don't know, you know, maybe Kolarik, they just didn't, they needed the money more for something else. You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, Bickford has been all right. Historically, he's been kind of rough this year. Not good. 514 ERA, 439 FIP, and one and a half whip. He's a free agent at the end of the year. Um, Kolarik's only 28? 34. Okay, wow, wow, wow. Okay, well, yeah, and Kolarik, that's a good pickup. I think Kolarik for sure is a good pickup. Bickford might end up being a good pickup. So, interesting move by the Mets, I think. Um, Then we got Braves acquire Brad Hand from the Rockies for Alec Barger. Brad Hand... It's going to stop working at some point, but, you know, I mean, 4.54 this season, but he's always dominates lefties. He's continuing to dominate lefties. He just got a save against the A's. He's still doing it. Yep, and he's, he's giving up an OPS of 480 to lefties. So, that plays. Um, yeah. And the, Bra- the Braves also recently added Pierce Johnson from the Rockies, who is mm-hmm. brutal on right-handers. So they added a dude who can dominate lefties and a dude who can dominate righties, which is definitely the type of move that a team like the Braves, who are pretty much good at everything, should be making. Like, you just got to fill in the cracks a little bit, you know? Like, you try and find solutions, cheap solutions, whenever you can. Um, Barger, 17th round pick of 2019. He's a reliever at double A, you know? I mean, who knows? Um... Padres acquire Garrett Cooper and Sean Reynolds for Ryan Weathers. 
you know, I didn't really count. I wouldn't count Ryan Weathers necessarily as a big name in Padres, but I'm a little bit surprised they moved him. He's still like what, 23. Pretty young, but also pretty terrible so far. So it sounds, I mean, we haven't gotten there yet, I'm guessing, but Padres are buying. Based on everything that I can see, they're definitely not selling, you know, like they, they're not, they're not going all in the way that we've seen AJ Preller go all in sometimes. But yeah, no, it seems like they're banking on getting it together. Oh, right. Hassan um, Kim hurt his shoulder. I forgot. Yeah. And you know, I, Garrett Cooper's not a terrible pickup. I don't no, He's it, very it much average lately, as far as I can yeah. tell. Yeah. Um, but he's a, you know, he's, he may, it's, it's, these are the type of names that sometimes you catch lightning in a bottle. You know, you just, you put him in, you put him in a different situation in the right lineup and he may have a good couple months. Um, but yeah, Ryan Weathers, man, I mean, not great. Didn't go according to plan. Nope. No. Um, I think I saw something recently. He's got like one of the worst ERAs in Padres starters history. I believe it, man. He has a 6.25 ERA and a 1.6 whip combined between AAA and the majors. So that's not good. You know, 23. No, no, no. That's not... And so, they, yeah, so I mean, Garrett Cooper and Sean Reynolds is the number 21 dude in the Marlin system. So that's not yeah, their worst prospect at lot. all. Yeah. Um, so that'll work. You know, we, we wish Ryan Weathers well. He has had that point. Also, had very good hair. I think he might have good hair right now. Totally. Um, so we're rooting for that. Um, let's see. Rangers acquire Austin Hedges from the Pirates. For international bonus pool money, mm, I think that move. is interesting. I think that's I like it. You know, especially acquiring someone like um, what's his name Scherzer. You know, um, you're bringing someone in like that may not be a terrible idea to have another catcher. Austin Hedges is uh, he's very Austin Hedges good is a very good defensive catcher. You know, um, yep, and he's got striking blue eyes. <laughs> He so you can put him in the promos. Um, but yeah, I, I like that deal. I like that deal a lot for the Padres on it, especially just like for, you know, I mean, obviously it's not nothing, but like you don't have to, you're not taking anything away from your team and you're just adding Austin Hedges who you don't, who doesn't need to hit if he doesn't, you know, like I, he's a very good low cost defensive replacement in the like eighth and ninth, whenever you need him to be. And again, I mean, the Rangers are a pretty good team. So yeah, I you think put a, a good catcher on a good team. Usually, it's a good recipe. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of like the Braves. You know, like the the Rangers are pretty solid. They don't they didn't they don't have any like huge glaring holes. So I'm not surprised they made kind of like around the edge moves to just like bolster a little bit. Moving on here, our buddy Andrew Chafin going to the going? Brewers. The Brewers. For Peter Strzelecki. Um, he is debut, made his MLB debut last year. He's 28. Seems to be like kind of an okay middling starter, starter reliever. Um, Brewers are riding that Chafin, buy, buy, sell line. They are indeed. And Chafin is, I mean, he's great. You know, I mean, Chafin is. He's a very Jason is really one of the more consistent, one of the more consistent dudes. I think um, had a bad week, had like a bad week last week. Um, 
It's because it says ZRA, it's 419, but that I, it was not that high. There we go. He entered last week with an ERA of 2.97, but allowed five runs against Cardinals on July 24th. So ZRA is 419 right now, but it really is like three, you know. Um, and Andrew Chafin yeah. is Andrew Chafin is Andrew Chafin is amazing at pitching and a super cool guy. So we're rooting for him anywhere he goes. Oh, let's see. Marlins acquired Jake Berger from the White Sox for Jake Eater. We got a Jake for Jake trade. <laughs> Jake sandwich. Um, he burger is interesting, you know, um, 25 homers this year, but, uh, 279 on base and a 31 and a half strikeout rate. So, you know, I, uh, got a little bit of young Jorge Soler in him. Needs to, needs to either be a little bit more selective or, get some other hits other than home runs. Yep. But it's an interesting move. Interesting move for the Marlins, I think. Um, Fitting for the Marlins, as you mentioned, Solaire. Yep. Yeah, and it's a buy move for sure for the Marlins, you know. Um, Eater is their number four prospect. Um, returned from Tommy John earlier this year. Has a 4-1-2 IRA with an 11K per nine, over nine starts in the minors. So that may be one of those Marlins trades where they end up being like, you trade it to for who? Yep. Um, Seems like a bad idea. So yeah, that's about that's it. one of those things we should, we should definitely Jake, Jake eater, editor, whatever we should, that we should like put that one on some sort of list somewhere, check in on, check in on him in like six months and see if he's like absolutely torching the miners. Um, Cause I don't, I could be wrong. hundred percent could be wrong. Don't really see Jake Berger moving the needle too much for the Marlins, you know? No, that's an interesting trade for both sides though. Yeah. I mean, and if it does work out for the Marlins, then we looked them and maybe that dude it doesn't work out. Who knows? Um, Yankees acquire Keenan Middleton mm-hmm. from the white Sox. Nice. For Juan Juan Corella. Middleton is, if I was a Yankees fan, I, it's not the Keenan Middleton's, doesn't have I would potential, but like, more. you're not really moving the needle with these very much. No. You know? It's got a career um, ERA of four. But I will say he's at, he's averaging 11.5K per nine this year, um, which is good. You know, I mean, it's... Way better he's than just, he's ever done before. And he is, it is much better than what the Yankees are rolling out of their bullpen right now. Um... And Corella, Corella's 21 and uh, in high A this year, 2-4 and four record, 3.67 ERA, 11.8K per nine. So, I mean, I guess, I don't, we'll see. We'll see how Keenan Middleton pitches for, pitches for the Yankees. But I, that's another one for some reason that sticks out to me is, I wouldn't be that surprised if that dude is shoving for the White Sox in like two years and the Yankees look like not that smart for that move. Yankees you know? kind of stink at making trades. They do. And I like, I feel like this move is a pretty good example of like, I don't know if there's enough upside in this move to even justify like making it. You know, like what does this do? What best case scenario, what does this do for you? Keenan Middleton? He's not going to close for you. You know, like I, there's been... 
there's been no like extended stretch of major league pitching that Keenan Middleton has done that should make him think that he's like a reinf- should make you think that he's a reinforcement for a team that needs to gain ground in the playoff race. I don't know. You know what? And we've and we've got like so far. What have we done as as the Yankees front office? Spencer Howard and Keenan Middleton. To a, team that's like floun- to a team that's like floundering, kind of. You know, like that's like dang man. Especially with some of these other like you could you didn't want to go get Luis Urias. They were apparently trading him. You know? Yeah. Or like, you know, I just thought there's like a couple like Gare Cooper. Yankees can't use Gare Cooper. Yankees couldn't use Andrew Chafin. Maybe <laughs> they, they you know Maybe they'll hop in on Manny Pena. I didn't Dude, realize I we DFA'd him. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, he it was crazy. The only crazy there, uh, he had 12 plate appearances. You know? He didn't look bad either. No, he didn't. Okay, um, I, I have started looking. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I wanted to keep up, be able to conversate a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm just thinking we probably don't need to. I think you've probably done most of the little ones at this point, but we probably don't need to discuss all the little pieces in each trade. Uh, okay, fair enough. So what are some of the doozies that jump out at you? Tommy Tommy Pham going to the Diamondbacks. Um, Rich Hill and G-Man Choi to the Padres. Okay, uh, and now we're talking. Again, not a huge, you know, like, but interesting. Like, I, I think I view what the Padres are doing kind of almost as, like, the antithesis to what the Yankees are doing. You know, like, the Yankees are making, like, not very impressive moves that probably aren't going to help them. Padres are making, like, fairly low-risk moves that could pay off super well for them. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, and they gave up Jackson Wolf, Estuar Suero, and Alfonso Rivas. Don't think I care um, about any of those. Yeah, as a Padres uh, fan, Wolf, I mean, is, Wolf is number sixteen, and I think he's like the he's the he's the prize. Um, but Rich Hill, we know and love Rich Hill, and G Man Choi, we know and love G Man Choi also. Um, Are they having and I good years? Like, um, I mean, he's, mm. Rich Hill's kind of inning, innings eaten. Mostly. Yeah, he's also forty three years old now. Um, he's kind of average. Choi, he's been league average. Yeah. And Choi, since returning from a left kill strain on July seventh, has a nine thirty OPS and a one forty WRC plus. So I mean, as long as G Man's only facing right handers, that's a that's a that's a hell of a bat to add. He does have a pretty impressive resume. He does. This is the only season um, he's ever had an OPS plus, like under 100, basically. And it's at 91. He's a very good hitter. You know? Yep. Um, it's only been in 23 games this year. Oh, they could use, and he's fun. He, he adds energy, you know? He, That's what I was going to say. Both of those dudes fit the vibe that the Padres seem to be aiming for. You know, I don't know if all of the guys on that team quite fit that vibe right now. But Rich Hill and G Man Choi definitely seem to like feel good, you know, like trying to have fun. Um, next we have Josh Bell to the Marlins. Wow, he just keeps getting moved around. 
Mm-hmm. For Gene Segura and Khalil Watson. So we know we know Josh Bell, we know Gene Segura, and Khalil Watson. I think is he's a prospect. He's he. Where, where is he in there? I thought he would have been on there. Uh, what's it called top thirty? But he was 16th overall pick in the 2021 draft. So he's you know that's a, that's I think that's probably a pretty good prospect for them to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gene Segura, you know, I mean, it's kind of like it seems like probably like a, like he's a, a money for money up. thing, like whatever. Um, recognizable names, but I don't think that trade really moves the needles too much. Needle too much. I will say though, getting Josh Bell and Garrett Cooper for the Marlins, um, or no, they got um, what's his name, Jake Berger. Jake Berger. Um, yeah. Jake Berger's only power. Josh Bell can get on base, so that's kind of you're adding. Josh Bell can also a hit bit for more. prodigious power as well. Yeah, I like the. Getting Josh Bell makes me like the Jake Berger edition a little bit more, because you know that you're. They have diversified their lineup bases. a little bit. Yeah. Um, and let's see, Padres acquire Scott Barlow. This is Royals. a cool one. Yes. This is one for Henry that tells me the Padres are indeed still in the hunt. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but it's also kind of a buy low. You know, I mean, he's, yeah, he's not I guess he good. isn't having a great year. Huh. No, but he is historically very good. Um, so I like that move from the Padres. Another move that I like from the Padres. Um, and he's, he was probably one of the better change of scenery candidates like out there. So, yeah. Wow. Um, the last two years, he's got ERA pluses in the one eighties. It's currently mm-hmm. sitting at 83 this year. Yeah. Um, that's and only 38 innings. Even like, this year. And even this pilot. year, he's 13 for 16 in save chances. So mm-hmm. he hasn't been very good, but he's still nailed it down when they've asked him to, mostly. Um, so good for the Padres. I like that move. This is a good, this is a big one. Um, well, this is one of the names that people were talking about. Phillies acquire Michael Lorenzen. Oh, no way. All right. He did get traded. Mm-hmm. For infielder How Yu Lee, who is number five for the Phillies. Um, Lorenzen's been dealing. Yeah, he's a solid start. He's a solid like four starter these days. Easy. That's a ve- that's a very good move for the Phillies. I think. I mean, I don't think that you even knew. There's not even really much to unpack there. He's having a pretty good year. He was like fairly inexpensive. I mean, you know the the how you lead the numbers look fine, but he's at high A. You know, um, and if you can get. If you can get a solid starter for a playoff push for like a low level infielder, then you got to do it, you know. And Michael Lorenzen, you know, maybe he'll start hitting again. You remember when he was trying to do that? Yeah, that'd be fun. So maybe uh, he's showing how Tony just hasn't I'm done seeing, it. Seeing how Eddie, Eddie, Eduardo Rodriguez vetoed a trade to the Dodgers. That's interesting. You don't. That's very interesting. You don't see many people wanting to veto a trade to the Dodgers. Yeah, you think he'd definitely want to go there. Um, but he wants to stay close to his family on the East Coast. Respect. Respect for sure. Um, we are, I think, getting down to the net brass tacks a little bit here. This one's also kind of interesting. Paul DeYoung to the Blue Jays. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, came out of necessity from the Bo Bichette injury, I would think. Yeah, but also it seems like the Cardinals, this dude the Cardinals got, 13th round pick in 2021, 
Uh, 24-year-old owns a 1-1-1 ERA with, 20, with 39 Ks over 32 and a third innings in high A. So, again, high A. Long way away from the majors, but they might have done pretty well for Paul DeYoung. You know, I mean, he when he's good, he's good, but when he's bad, he's kind of hopeless. Um, so, and the Cardinals just have a, you know, the Cardinals have like Brendan Donovan, Nolan Gorman. They got people that can play short. I think they don't need to, I don't think they really need him. And they're selling anyway. Donovan you know? just underwent surgery, actually. Oh, really? Yep. But yeah, they're selling. They stink. I mean, they they blew it. Which is kind of crazy. It's weird that this, it's weird that if they were going to make this trade, that they didn't just make it part of the Jordan Hicks trade. You know, like, yeah. I don't, it's, it's weird to me sometimes that those trades happen, like, 12 hours apart from each other. Because um, it's like, weren't you guys just on the phone? Like, you know, like, we, you didn't talk about this when you were talking about the other thing? Um, but anyway, I think that's a good get. I think that seems like a win for both teams. This is, to me, maybe the biggest one. It's definitely the second biggest one of the day. The biggest one of the day is obvious. Um, second biggest one, Jack Flaherty to the Orioles. Yeah, that one's that one jumped out at me. I like it. Yeah, the Orioles are making some solid moves. Definitely a little mm-hmm. bit of the buy low type mentality. Um, and the and the dudes they got back, uh, Cesar Prieto, Drew Rom, Zach Showalter. Um, Cesar Prieto's the name I recognize. Cesar Prieto is number sixteen in the St. Louis system, and Drew Rom is number eighteen. I don't think Showalter is in the top thirty. Um, but that's a pretty good get. You know, um, I wonder if he's Jack related Flaherty, to Buck. Jack Flaherty has is another dude who's really good when he's good and really kind of bad when he's bad, and and has put up some of the most confounding pitching lines that we've seen this entire year. Remember when he like Locked was starting a no hitter through six innings, but had walked like seven dudes. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, the the movement is definitely still there for Jack Flaherty, but I don't know about the location necessarily. But I, you know, he's been fine this year, honestly. Fifty four walks in one hundred nine innings is a little bit too much, but um, mostly he's healthy after he hadn't been healthy for a couple of years. So I think I think it's a good I think he's a good dude to roll the dice on, you know. Um, and last but certainly not least. We got Justin Verlander going back to the Astros. For who? Don't love it. For Drew Gilbert and Ryan Clifford, who are both outfielders. Um, Gilbert is number one in Houston system, Whoa. and Clifford is number four. Damn. Gilbert is sixty-eight on the top one hundred. Um, so he, that is a legit, that's a get, you know, that is like pretty solid. Yeah. Yeah, man. And for Justin Verlander, who's old and could fall apart at any moment, but he's still good. He's still kicking. Yeah. And Clifford, um, was drafted in 2022, posted a Eight, a 919 OPS with 18 homers and 83 games in the minors this year, and he is at high A currently. So he seems like he could be pretty solid too. Um, and that is literally everything that happened today. Wow. 36 minutes flat. Um, that's interesting. 
That's interesting about Eduardo Rodriguez. I'm just seeing that right now. Um, yeah, that Dylan Cease not getting traded. Pretty yeah, big that one. Is, I I kind of forgot that Eduardo Rodriguez even had a no trade clause. Um, but good for him for exercising it. He's got three years and forty nine and a half million left on his deal. So he wants to be in Detroit, and he's going to be in Detroit for a little while. He's got to be one of the only people that would make that choice. But good for him. But, yeah, I mean, who knows why, but it's his right. Um, but, yeah, that's it. That's basically kind of all we wanted to talk to you guys about. We wanted to let you know what happened in the trade deadline. It was I. It's a little bit disappointing that there isn't more A stuff to talk about, but I'm also kind of glad that they didn't trade anyone I didn't want them to trade. That's right, so, and they did stuff. They no news did is good news sometimes. And we still got Ramon um, and Tony. Do you, do you have any um, immediate winners or losers kind of that stick out to you? I mean, the Astros are super scary. Suddenly, yes. they weren't that scary. They they've been kind of minding their own business, but they basically have caught the Rangers, and now they have Verlander. So. Uh, they're probably going to go to the championship series again, if I had to guess. I think that's probably true. Um, I'm not sure the Rangers did enough. That's another thought. That is kind of a good. They did. They did a lot of stuff. They did it this throughout the last week, but I don't know. They didn't add a Verlander. Um, they definitely did not, and they could. They could have. Um, and especially if you're, especially if. Did they add a Scherzer? They, they added Scherzer, but they're not. But they're not. They didn't add Verlander. And they Scherzer should have added a as well as Verlander. They were serious you know? about it. Um, do you have a favorite trade or favorite trade, least favorite trade? Um, I think the Padres. Padres getting G-Man Choi and Rich Hill. We've had a I lot of fun with Rich one. Hill over the years, and now we get to watch him more closely. We watch kind of a lot of Padres games, and yeah, I feel like G-Man's going to be a great addition. Garrett Cooper's solid. I mean, they've got they got rid of Rupnet Odor. Uh, Kim's out, so I feel like the playing time's there for both those guys. So it'll be interesting to see what they could do. Yeah, I think my favorite's either Flaherty to the Orioles or Barlow to the Padres. I think Flaherty to the, Bor- the Orioles is obviously like a bigger deal, but Barlow to the Padres is also cool. And that uh, could work out real good for them. They need some yeah. bullpen help. They do. They need help in a kind of a lot of areas. But they tried. They tried to solve it also. You know, I mean, I think they added a couple good arms and a good bat. And they didn't pay that high of a price for any of it. So if you can pull that off, it's pretty good. If the deal isn't there for one side, then the deal isn't there. You know, like there, you don't you don't just trade him because you think you should. Um, so, yeah. OK, fair enough. That was the 2023 trade deadline brought to you by Oaktown Boys. <laughs> Not the craziest deadline ever, but things happened. And, you know, it was, we, it may end up, we may find out in a couple of years that it was actually a crazy deadline. We just didn't know a lot of the names yet. So, um, yeah, we are, I think that may be all that we have for you for right now. Um, and we will be talking to you like early next week. Catch up with you then. And in the meantime, go A's. Go A's. <laughs>